Hey, fake friends. Listen to Fake Headlines podcast using Stitcher Premium. Use promo code Fake Headlines for one free month. Listen to some of your favorite shows ad-free with Stitcher Premium like... Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. My Favorite Murder. Having Funlessness with Jen Kirkman. Natch Butte. Office Ladies. Prompt in Circumstance. WTF with Mark Marin, And so many more. Plus, you get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and more. Only $4.99 a month or $34.99 for a whole year. Go to stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today. Again, use promo code FAKEHEADLINES for one month free. Bye! Hello, I'm Tiffany Dillon. And I'm Kevin Dillon. And And this this is is Fake Headlines Headlines Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 95. Hello, fake friends, and welcome. Welcome to the end of Summer Jam. Yeah, we did it. It's, uh, we're almost to Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend means only one thing during the pandemic. One more sad barbecue. Yeah. Oh, one more lonely barbecue. One more lonely barbecue away from everyone you love. Uh, <laughs> followed by six months of being indoors again. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a world we live in, folks. What a time to be alive, barely. You know, I feel like we should blame the groundhog, don't you? It seems like that was the last time yeah. things were normal. You know what? That little son of a gun was completely wrong about everything. I, you know what? That's it. I'm starting it now. I'm starting a petition that. Pakistani Phil, he's the blame. He is, you know, he's pro- the blame for all this. When does that? When does that whole thing happen? When is Groundhog's Day again? I forget. February second. February, okay, so we've we've gone past February second. I feel like you're repeating February yourself like Groundhog's Day. <laughs> 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 so it happened before the pandemic. So I'm wondering. By the time the next February 2nd comes around, will there be a big celebration? Will it be right. safe? Right. Right. Can you get a little tiny mask on that thing? I don't know. Is it you might get your face gnawed off? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised he hasn't done it already. You know what? I bet you when you, I bet you if they took a mask and tried to put it on Pucks of Honeyfield, he'd be one of those dopes that wears it under his nose. <laughs> what a little jerk. You're not helping anybody, Pucks You can Tawny. still see your shadow whether you're wearing the mask properly or not. <laughs> Just get your rump out of the way, man. <laughs> Listen to human science, you rodent. <laughs> so so that's it uh guys uh sorry pox tiny fills the the blame for all this I because right. february was the last time things were normal and you know what science <laughs> <laughs> and february wasn't all that normal probably if we go back to it i don't even remember it feels like 10 years ago but i would take a february right now wouldn't you like wouldn't you I take would, a february? i would i would take a very cold february february i just <laughs> it's so cold I your just, mouth freezes. i had to slow it down <laughs> <laughs> As, your, as all of your body functions slow down during the extreme colds known as February. Yeah. Yep. But would you go back to February? No, if you could buy, like if you could go back and like bypass the whole pandemic and just kind of start over again. And the pandemic never happened. And the pandemic never, never happened. Yeah. I would do that too. What? This has been a lot <laughs> and it really hasn't been that bad for us, but it's been a lot. So I yeah. can't imagine what it's been like for people that it's much worse for. Yeah. I do have to say though, that I, um, I don't mean to brag, but I, I am glad that I'm stuck here with you in our cool place with our cool cat. Yeah, this and, is, uh, yeah, we definitely, uh, we moved into this place last summer 
about about a, about a year ago. From, yeah, it was a year Zach. ago. And uh, yeah, I'm glad we're here as opposed to our old place. Not that that was a bad place, but I just feel like this is a, a much more um, cooler place. Cooler place <laughs> to be stuck inside of, I guess. Yeah. Um, and our building used to be a church, so I feel like we're somehow protected spiritually yeah. in a weird way. Yeah. I don't know if that how that works, but I just feel it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's there. There's always. been a lot of praying on this <laughs> in this vicinity, and I feel like that is going to help us through this pandemic. Do you um, do you think we'll barbecue out one last sad time this weekend? I hope so because we're going to go out. Uh, we're going to go up to your dad's, and there is uh, out, a grill there, a grill, and there's outdoor. <laughs> he has no neighbors within uh, earshot, so that's also nice. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. can be we can be socially distant uh, amongst ourselves. That's right. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, I would like to do that one last time. One last uh, one last sad barbecue. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do one last sad barbecue, and we're possibly gonna go fly some kites. Probably gonna pick some vegetables from the garden. Yeah, you know what? And the thing too is, is too, we're not just gonna fly like your garden variety kites. Like your dad is making kites right now as we speak. Yeah, hopefully. Like who makes kites? What a cool dude. My dad. <laughs> I don't even know how to. How how, how would you even st- i wouldn't even know what to start with he knows things do you use paper no what does he use for like the, the i don't i don't know it's it's a family secret i can't <laughs> announce it it's okay. here it's like bushes baked beans like it doesn't go any further than the dog the dog watches it happen but that's it it doesn't go any further all right maybe off air you're gonna have to explain this to me a little bit i've okay. never i've never flown a homemade kite before i'm excited about this yeah an artisanal your dad's making an artisanal kite for us right now <laughs> as we speak like how cool and hipstery is that uh-huh. yeah he's probably uh crafting the wood to go onto the cross on the back of the kite from wood that he sawed himself in the wood mill your dad's so. like a mumford and son lyric <laughs> <laughs> only he's cool <laughs> <laughs> only he's um, better to listen to <laughs> my dad's Sorry. also a musician um anyway enough about my great dad <laughs> <laughs> he's also gonna feed us with vegetables so that's fun um i'm excited <laughs> me too vegetables like the carrot you ate for a snack before the show you know who thinks it's weird i i'm waiting for a raise of hands from an audience that i can't see that won't listen to this podcast until a later date but who has not consumed a carrot straight from the fridge is just a nice healthy snack it's just i've never seen you do that before it was just very strange i was hungry i was preparing our our tea and i look over and you're just getting a carrot out of the refrigerator and you start gnawing on it well like a, we don't have like any baby carrots we have like regular size carrots if we had baby carrots i'd probably sneak in there and grab like a few all right it was just, just like a full-size carrot and it just took me a while to eat <laughs> it took you like 35 minutes to eat a raw carrot <laughs> take me 35 minutes you were non at that thing for a while <laughs> you just stopped before we turned the microphones on there's actually carrot dust Incorrect on the microphone right now information sir there's no know. dust in a carrot <laughs> i don't know i don't know how many carrots you've had <laughs> but if you've consumed dust along with it it's uh, probably a swiffer <laughs> it's probably it's or it's one of those plastic ones that you find in fruit bowls <laughs> my grandma you know how occasionally there's a carrot in a fruit bowl of course just a random <laughs> carrot <laughs> i was at someone's house recently and they had a bowl of fruit on their counter and it was like one avocado one banana 
like a, a cantaloupe and then a sleeve of saltines. <laughs> so what tree does that come from i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think all those things are supposed to go in the same bowl no maybe they're maybe it like was... it's okay if they mingle for a bit but i think the cantaloupe can uh taint the other fruits like yeah. it can make them like taste... ripen too fast yeah. or something it was almost like a, dr- a junk drawer of fruit <laughs> and snacks you know a junk bowl a junk bowl there was a there was a corkscrew in there and a set of keys that no one knows what they do are you sure that when you went to this party everyone did just bring a piece of fruit and everyone just like (laughs) put put their fruit in the bowl (laughs) it was one of those kind of parties it was one of those parties (laughs) i got the ant i almost said antelope not (laughs) that's not the right word (laughs) who brought the antelope it barely fits in the bowl cantaloupe cantaloupe (laughs) <laughs> i got the antelope oh boy um i mean i said it was horny but not horny for some reason <laughs> for some reason i thought you were going to say antidote <laughs> like somehow that made more sense i don't know i guess it kind of does when there's i food got the involved. antidote <laughs> <laughs> all right that's how i like to bust into parties i got the antidote <laughs> Uh, just for clarification, Kevin was not at a party during COVID yes, times. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was on a film shoot. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it was. In a stranger's <sighs> home with a weird bowl of fruit. Yeah. But anyway, we'll uh, we'll talk about that some other day. Kevin, what is this podcast? Well, Tiffany, what you've uh, what we're doing right now is called Fake Headlines Podcast. Okay. And uh, what we're going to do, folks, is uh, w- Tiffany and I have both uh, looked through the internet the, during the last uh, couple weeks. We just thumb through just it. Just thumb through it. Casually. Just a, casual, just a casual light read of some strange articles. So we looked for some uh, bizarre headlines or the headlines that tickled our fancy. And we selected one that we wanted to present to the other. And along with that, we made up two headlines of our own from our own imaginations. And mm-hmm. we have written them down. We have not shared them with each other ahead of time. We will now present the headlines to one another. And we'll try to decide what these headlines could be about. And we'll try to figure out what the real story is amongst the three. Yeah. That's a, that's so, a terrific synopsis. If it sounds like fun, press continue at home on your iPod. we'll we'll wait (laughs) actually better yet go to apple podcasts pull up our podcast and hit the five stars there you go and then share it with your friends indeed that's good advice yeah thank you now everybody take your podcast tape out of your walkman and flip it over to side two and hit play beep (laughs) uh that's for all you 80 babies out there (laughs) so tiffany i believe tape flip Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like a radio show host, you know? Smooth like, tape. That's yeah. good. That could be your DJ name. This is Smooth Tape Flip here at <laughs> Radio 95 FM. <laughs> we got some real jams coming up on the side, B side right now. Side A. Chumba Wamba coming at you. <laughs> they may get knocked down, but they get up again. Just like America. <laughs> Pissing the night away. <laughs> Kevin, I have headlines for you. Yeah, I think you're going first is what I was uh, going to say. Yeah, uh, yeah, I am. Smooth flip. <laughs> <laughs> so let me hear what the headlines are this week. Okay. Kevin, mm-hmm. headline number one. Yes. Collectible Halloween s'more packs to be released by Hershey. Mm-hmm. Collectible Halloween s'more packs to be released by Hershey. Released by Hershey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Headline number two. 
Headline number two. New fragrance promises to deliver the sweet, mythical essence of puppy's breath. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. New fragrance promises to deliver the sweet, mythical essence of puppy's breath. Puppy's breath. And headline number three. Headline number three. Highfalutin bunny to be the first (laughs) rabbit to hop onto the cover of Vogue. Ooh. Highfalutin bunny to be the first rabbit to hop onto the cover of Vogue. (laughs) Hop on the cover of Vogue. My handwriting is super sloppy, so I'm going to have to have you uh, retell those headlines when we get to them. Just going to put that out there right now because I um, I'm terrible. Okay. Well, it's I mean, I don't know why you have to revert back to writing in hieroglyphics, but um, (laughs) I I can assist you the best I can. Yeah, I uh, this is this is why that stenographer job did not work out. I was like, nope, I'm not going to use the little typewriter. I think I got this with my series of hieroglyphics that I've made up ahead of time. Is that a mummy moonwalking? It is. It is. I didn't know Ray had those kind of moves. Yeah, that actually wow. means Vogue magazine in, hier- in my hieroglyphics. Isn't that oh, weird? Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, Mummy Moonwalk. Yeah, that's cool. Very strange. Cool. I know. It makes sense to me anyway. <laughs> is the is the Iris, uh, God of Iris, is that is that the puppy? It is. Okay. Uh, yes. Yep, yep, that makes you sense. Got it. Yeah, Perfect. See, you're, you're already learning. It's like Rosetta Stone right here. You're learning <laughs> it language very quickly. Wow. Almost too quickly. This is so cool. <laughs> okay kevin first headline collectible halloween s'more packs to be released by hershey <laughs> well i'm glad you did read that because i thought it said chewable halloween sinclair is what i thought i had written okay down. yeah so perfect a collectible halloween s'more pack yeah i like that so it's a, is it a um a hot, collectible halloween is it like a costume what if it was like a costume you could put on mm-hmm. that was made of s'mores remember those mat like the costumes you'd get in the 80s it was like the plat it was like the completely non-fireproofed plastic like uh it was like a smock of like a character of a character like if you were into the ninja turtles it was just like a smock with a ninja turtle body on it and then a mask that you couldn't breathe through and that was your costume i uh did not have that same experience as a youth Oh, we are diff- we are from different generations. Yeah. Yeah. This is generation. I'm talking some serious generation X shit here. Yeah. 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 I yeah. Uh, my my Halloween costumes were generally whatever clothes were available to me in the house I lived in. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, sometimes we were hobos. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean most of the time you were hobos? <laughs> What a, a co- there's a costume that you just can't that's never coming back the hobo costume <laughs> like even the word hobo I feel funny saying it like yeah it's, it's like you can't it's yeah like uh, it's like a, like a, it's like let's do let's dress up like somebody misfortunate like that's not good like the only time I ever want to be any sort of hobo or a sad clown is if I'm trying to portray Emmett Kelly or something yes. you know what I mean yeah. like in which case that's pretty recognizable yeah yeah but just like the the just the dirty kind of hobo look is just yeah. kind of like, what are you trying to what are you saying here and not to discount it but it was a lifestyle these people would travel around work sure. here and there leave symbols for each other it was a whole yeah. culture oh yeah when i dressed as a hobo as a youth we actually just hopped the rails and we would we would start halloween in uh, in my hometown and we'd end up in syracuse we just oh my the god rails. did you 
inspire boxcar kids yeah that was me oh my gosh yeah, that was my ragtag group of friends looking wow. for candy you guys are the original <laughs> boxcar children that's so cool yeah, we, you're like celebrities yeah any costume we dressed as we were really in character that year i not only married a man who <laughs> has the same name as a celebrity but yeah inspired some lived it celebrity level books <laughs> from my youth wow you seem very turned on right I'm now i'm into it <laughs> and we'll be right back after these words <laughs> um <laughs> yeah uh i think i think one of my favorite halloween costumes when i was a kid was um I, uh my mother used to sew a lot so she made me a princess jasmine costume i was a chunky kid so this is very silly but like it was definitely like a little like belly sort of top and like Aww. big sort of parachute pants yeah um but it was pink and purple which at that time when i was like nine those were my favorite colors oh that's cute i may have been younger than that either you probably seven or eight you were maybe. 17 I was 17, <laughs> admittedly. Still a little chunky, but cute in that little crop top. <laughs> Ain't no shame. Uh, That's yeah. cool that she made costumes like that. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. So it was usually like clothes that were laying around or um, things that she could make easily. Yeah. Um, never really... I don't really recall having a store bought costumes, but maybe that's why I'm so creative today. When I have costumes yeah. and stuff, I usually just kind of whip something together that I found at Goodwill or whatever. Yeah. When I was very little, we had, we did, we, it was definitely, I was of that era where you bought the, um, you know, generally speaking, you had those kind of costumes. Like I was a stormtrooper. It was just like the, the mask and like the little smock that looked like the stormtrooper outfit or whatever. But um, there were a few years where my parents helped make a costume. You had a uh, Ghostbusters one. That's yeah, my favorite. The Ghostbusters one. And then I remember I was Dracula one year. I remember I had like face paint on and stuff like that, which I'm assuming uh, a parent did. I don't think I was allowed to do that. Um, but uh, yeah, my dad made like a Ghostbusters backpack out of a, I think we've talked about this before, but um, like a, like a uh, plastic like wash bin that you would maybe put in the sink to do dishes in uh -huh. kind of like flip that, you know, upside, you know, kind of upside down and put some, so made it so cut out some things on the bat on the bottom of it and then put, stuck some gear, not gears, um, like uh what, do you, what would you call it like a Buttons? a gauge oh gauge so, yeah, yeah yeah and like mm -hmm. a and had like a battery hooked in there so yes. like the, the gauges would move and like there was like a you remember those like visors that's that like real detailed he stuff did some, he was an amazing man like a, uh, an accountant visor hat yeah well the ones he would get like at the fair that had like the blinking lights on it oh very different do you remember, okay do you remember those though did you ever see those it was like a visor with like a blinking lights that would go across mm -hmm. the forehead not that i remember yeah, th this was a popular thing when I was a kid. Like whenever we went to the fair, I wanted I wanted a blinking light hat. That's you know? so funny. So Dad used the lights from that and made that made like lights blink up on the, yeah. on the thing. He made it, it was amazing. So that was the only thing. And then for like the clothing, I just had like a I don't know like a t shirt with like a Ghostbusters iron on patch on it. We didn't have like the whole jumpsuit or anything. But the the thing the backpack more than made up for our, you know who cared about what I was wearing. I could have been nude, but now that would have been weird. I shouldn't have been nude. No, but um, I could have just had a whatever on. But um, yeah, that would, those were that was probably the most memorable. Those are two of the most memorable costumes I had uh -huh. uh, that involved some creativity and work. Not by me because I was a very boring, uncreative child, but uh, my father was incredible. Uh, but the costumes that we bought at the store, I couldn't. I remember a stormtrooper, and that's it. I'm sure there were more, but I don't remember them. So, if you were to incorporate that Halloween costume into a s'more, what elements from Ghostbusters would you use to to make a s'more? 
Well, I think Slimer would be uh, the nougat center. Like the marshmallow? <laughs> well, the Not marshmallow the Stay Puffed? Well, I, yeah, I went in a different direction. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you're right. And then maybe the, uh, the the backpack would be like the graham cracker? Yeah, that's what right? I was thinking too. I was thinking Slimer could be like not white chocolate, but he would be white chocolate, but it would be like white chocolate dyed green. Or like but a mint, would... mint chocolate. Oh, that's a good idea. A I don't chocolate. know how mint would taste with a marshmallow though. That would be a gross. Would that be weird? I guess I don't really have marshmallow mints. You don't really hear that combination too often. No. The only time you really get something that's kind of similar to that is like an after dinner mint that they have at weddings. Oh, sometimes. those are so gross. Yeah. It's like they a get soft chalk. Yeah. yeah. Who likes that? That's like the worst candy. So that's so why I was saying white chocolate, yeah, but it's yeah. just green. Okay. I could see that. Mm. I do like the idea of like a mask or something being like all like, uh, like marshmallows or something. Yeah. That's really fun. So it's collectible Halloween s'more packs. So yeah. like, it's like supposed to be like a, a set of, um, what you would make a s'more with traditionally. Okay. So do you think maybe for like a, maybe, so it's not maybe costume centric, but maybe it's sort of like the graham cracker is like shaped like a little coffin. Yeah. And then like the chocolate is chocolate <laughs> <laughs> you can't change chocolate i mean chocolate's just chocolate folks. i mean I you mean. can well i guess with like the slimer thing like you could have chocolate in different colors right you could oh you know what i just had an idea too is maybe a layer of chocolate and then you arrange the marshmallows in a skeleton formation oh like the dancing skeleton yeah. in that little cartoon so that's inside the coffin and you, mm-hmm. so then you put the lid on the coffin which is the graham cracker you roast it you ghost it that's so and then fun. you toast it yeah yeah. I think we just, I think we got a call Nabisco right now. I love it. <laughs> That's so great. So good. Um, trying to think, uh, what else? So what else is Halloween centric? So maybe, maybe you could have a uh, little black cats Ooh, as like the chocolate Hershey bar. I like that. Or, um, a little ghost. Well, the ghost, uh, marshmallow. marshmallows. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. And then for the, um, graham cracker maybe you could have like a a creepy castle shape oh there you go that's that works like in scooby-doo or something yeah yeah i like the idea of a marshmallow mummy that's fun because it looks kind of like a mummy wouldn't yeah. it look like it yeah that would be a really good one i think and then do a chocolate drizzle to outline all of the wrappings oh, oh i think i just created a great dessert that sounds delicious yeah it does <laughs> um yeah, I uh, I think this is really fun. I like the idea of having like little collectible packs and um, maybe what's collectible about it is like the packaging. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't know about you, but I want to eat that stuff. Right, right. Maybe it's, it comes in like a collectible tin that you can use next year to collect your candy in or something. Yeah, that's really cool. But I, I, do, like, I do like the idea because it's always kind of cold on uh, Halloween, you know, being at the end of October and all. Uh, maybe it's a nice way to kind of end the night after trick-or-treating is to just kind of stand outside and... Uh, or, or maybe we're this year, maybe trick-or-treating won't be happening in the traditional sense that we're mm-hmm. used to. Yeah. Maybe not on as grand of a scale. So maybe this year uh, there is going to be a more of a, a novelty around mm-hmm. that kind of thing where instead of maybe put on a costume, you dance around the fire, make a s'mores, and you burn your costume as you burn your memory of 2011 out of your mind. Yeah. 2011. 2020. Wow. What's happened to me? Where have you gone? I don't know. Come back to the future. <laughs> maybe take me with you to the far future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, the way you described the end of the night, like dancing around a fire, it was like very much like a witch's cauldron sort of situation. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. 
Boil, boil, toil and trouble. (laughs) (laughs) That's well, I come from a long line of, um, witches, s'more eaters. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That does sound fun. Uh, I was never like I grew up, well, I grew up in a, well, you grew up in a pretty rural situation. Did you have to go for for trick or treating? Did you have to go somewhere to like, uh, like a different base to like then do your trick or treating out of? Yeah. We usually went to the closest city. Okay. Which was <laughs> where <laughs> Lake Placid, where the here way up there in the mountains. <laughs> I don't want to say. I know, I know, but that's what we did too. I grew up in a well, my my area was pretty rural for the most part, but so we did, we would maybe go up our street and maybe there was like five houses we would go up and then we would have to go to my grandmother's house in town, yeah, and then kind of use that as the base for the rest of the night. But uh, I do remember going to one of my grandma's neighbor's houses once and knocking on the door. I mean, they had their porch light on, which is the universal symbol that, yes, we have candy in here and we're we're prepared to partake. Um, (laughs) We're prepared to give you things for free. But I remember knocking on the door and a guy answered the door. And I'll I'll never forget this. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. We don't celebrate your trick or treat. And there were like two kids in the background just kind of staring at me very jealously. And I was like, oh, man, what's what goes on in this house? I don't like it, man. I don't like it. That's weird. Yeah. Wow. Like, what a creep. Maybe they were for religious reasons, well, but he didn't have to be so callous about it. Yeah. And just and turn the damn light turn off the light man. off, and get your kids some candy. You understand Halloween. Just turn the light off. Give your kids some candy. It's going to be free for them anyway. Yeah. You know, it's safe. There's no needles, no razors, right. no poison in any sort of way, unless yeah. you incorporate unless, that yourself, in which unless, case you're a criminal and you shouldn't be a father. So turn but, your light back on so we can stop by again and check in on those kids. We're worried about them. Yeah. yeah i'll never forget that guy wow what a weirdo and we have him right here folks let's join him on the podcast weirdo guy hello (laughs) welcome how are your kids dead all right (laughs) we'll be right back after these words (laughs) from his lawyer (laughs) kevin what about headline number two so headline number two a new fragrance uh, that involves puppy's breath yeah, it's a mystical fragrance. A mystical, mythical, mystical fragrance. Yeah. So does puppy's breath, is there a scent to puppy's breath? Have you never been around a puppy man? No, I haven't. Really? I have allergies. I'm not around <laughs> animals. Dander <laughs> makes me, my nose run. I don't like it. Probably the last puppy you were around were my was my dad's dog. Yes, yes. You're probably correct. So, yeah, puppies do have a little bit of a scent to their breath. It's... Um, like a sweet smell? Um, More of a urine kind of fecal? <laughs> it's not... Garbage It smell? doesn't smell like poop. People want to smell it. <laughs> it is, It is. I guess, kind of a sweet smell. Um, what would you describe, compare he, it to, you think? Um... If you had to compare it to a food, what would you compare it to? What's the first food that pops into your mind? I'm not saying the puppy's a food. I, well, I'm just trying to equate food uh, to a puppy's breath. Yeah, it's weird. Hot, do- warm hot dogs? Oh, no. No, okay. No, it's right. more like, I don't know, like, I don't know how this is going to come out, but. I love it already. Like a milky flower? <laughs> Oh, yes, that classic smell, Milky Flowers. <laughs> oh, Milky Flowers. He pitched for the Yankees in 84. I remember Milky Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> milky Flower. That does sound kind of nice in a weird way. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> <The> milky flowers. <laughs> Milky flowers. That is my favorite two-word combination I've ever heard in my life. Why have you been holding out on me all these years? That's beautiful. I don't know. We've never had a conversation about puppies' breath, I guess. <laughs> Which does seem weird in 13 years that we've not approached that approached that subject yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do you think it's like uh, like a... You know how like... I don't know if this is under, I don't know if this is really true or not, but uh-huh. uh, I think there's some, I think it was true at one point, but we've since moved on from this, but uh, natural vanilla flavoring. It does come from the vanilla bean. Yes. Yeah. But at one point there was, we did see some articles about how vanilla came from a, anus sacs, a sack in a, near a beaver's anus. Look it up online folks. I'm not, I'm not lying. It might be. But do you think that the puppy's breath is like a similar thing? Not from the anus, but from the mouth. (laughs) Name of a movie I was in in college. Human centipede? (laughs) 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 That's what what human centipede translates to overseas. Yeah. You want to go to the movies and see not from the ass from the mouth <laughs> it's rated r see you later mom <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um i am not sure i'm following your logic <laughs> I guess where I was going is, do you think that... <laughs> I'm laughing so hard, I can't keep my eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> We're driving. Please keep your eyes open. <laughs> do you think that the that somehow we're extracting the scent from the dog's puppy's mouth and somehow getting it that way? I think it's more of like a Ariel Ursula sort of situation. Explain. <laughs> you know, in The Little Mermaid. I have not seen it. Yes, you have. We watched it together, you fool. We did. Maybe I have seen movies and I just forget them (laughs) immediately. You know, where Ariel like signs a contract and then Ursula is like, sing to me. And then she's like, "Ah, ah, ah." yes. Okay. And then she like, you see like her soul of music leave her body. And then it goes into a clamshell where Ursula keeps it until she decides to go above ground and have legs of her own. Gotcha. She takes Ariel's voice. So it's kind of the same thing. Like they extract the breath of the puppy. Hopefully they stay alive. Yeah. I was going to say, they don't kill them. They don't kill them. They just, you know, they're, I mean, they're not cats. They don't have like nine lives, but they have like, I don't know, like at least, you know, a couple years to spare. Cause I mean, they, they live and then it's like, they've lived seven years already in a year. So that's what I this guess year they, feels like. They have, Are we cats right now? <laughs> no dogs, dogs. Oh, they have okay. seven years. <laughs> uh, cats have nine lives. Dogs have like seven years lived in one year. Okay. I don't know how it works. Math is weird to me. It evades me when it comes to animal lives, but anyway, so they have, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to me, it's like, we're like, we're all on the same planet. So one re- revolution around the sun, we should all be one. Is year the same are dogs from another planet probably oh my god dogs are aliens they're our best friends <laughs> except for you chloe you're, you're the queen of the house i had to put little headphones on top of her so she couldn't 
she couldn't hear uh, our we, dog conversations. We put her in a soundproof really booth. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know why we wouldn't put ourselves in a soundproof booth, but yeah, since we're doing a record, we record <laughs> a lot. We should probably invest in that. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they, they take this puppy's breath and they chop a few years off of the, the dog's life. It's okay. He still lives a good life, you know? <laughs> still a good life it's like veal yeah well no it's it's not like he dies after the breath is over it's just you know he could live 20 years but it turns out he only lives 13 and that's okay that's still a good long life for a dog <laughs> so they take this breath they put it in a clamshell and the next thing you know they bottle it with some water or whatever juju juice they want to put in there and make magic mystical perfume mixed with the the puppy's breath in this bottle i don't like that i'm 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 visualizing it well that's how it's made <laughs> i don't like that i'm uh, causing a dog to live less so that i can smell better <laughs> i don't know if that's right this uh it's the way this god perfume this mystical perfume uh is is not uh, vegan and cruelty free, unfortunately. It is there, very there, cruel. Are, there are some effects. <laughs> it is very cruel. I don't think I can partake in it myself. I, I prefer <laughs> <laughs> prefer to use cruelty free items. But that does. I bet you. You know. But you know. As long as the as long as the, no animals are harmed during the production of this, uh, the idea of this uh, scent of puppies being around it, it sounds like it's very comforting. It is a little bit. Yeah. You know? There's like a certain sort of. I don't know. Like for me, I guess it, it, like you kind of think about it. It's like, oh, it's a puppy. Yeah. It's just like you can't help it. Like, oh, right, right. <laughs> now you've you've had a lot of dogs growing up. Did were they all were they all from like the puppy stage, or did were some of them? It was or a was mix. it various yeah. ages that they were introduced to you? Yeah, yeah like my um, my dad had a dog named Lightning, and she had a puppy named. Well, I named him. It was one puppy. What'd you name him? I think I was six at the time. His name was Dude. <laughs> I named him Dude. 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 It's a good name. Yeah. He was a good dog. <laughs> Real sweet. He had puppy's breath. Aw. Yeah. yeah. Both of my Blitzens. Yeah. I had two Blitzens. That's right. Couldn't e- let go of the name. I loved it. Each one, the breath sweeter than the last. Yeah. Hmm. Good pups. Yeah. See, I'm not familiar with the... I guess I'm not really familiar with the uh, puppy breath. I've never... I've. It's been a a rare occasion that I've been near a puppy. So I've missed out on this. Yeah. But I do like the comforting idea of, um, a puppy's breath scent. You're the kind of person that I just want to drop in a pool of puppies. Like right. not with water, but like, oh, okay. Just I was like, gonna say, it sounds very violent. Like, just imagine like, like you're on the floor and like all of a sudden you're just like covered in puppies and they just love you. Like I could just see you giggling. That does sound very fun. Actually. I know they're so cute. Why isn't that a thing we can do where we can just get like lowered into a pen filled with puppies for like a half hour. Cause they, hopefully they're in homes. Well, that's true. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that is fair. Uh, <laughs> I'd roll around with some puppies. I know they're so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll get a dog one day and we're not in the, I don't think we're in the right. We're not in the dog stage. We're not in the right stage. Yeah. We don't have the right, uh, lifestyle and home, I think. Right. Yeah. 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 We don't have like a, yeah. I mean, we could make it work somehow, but I just don't feel like we're in the right position yet for, to be a good dog. We have a cat. We're doing a great job with her. She's been around for a long time. Yeah. She's healthy as a horse. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. She's actually a horse. I checked into it. <laughs> That's why she's so healthy. That's why we have so many carrots in the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Chloe and I like to nibble on carrot once in a while. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, hey. To me, I say nay. <laughs> hey. That's also for horses. I know. <laughs> so horrible. Okay. Kevin, headline number three. Highfalutin bunny to be the first rabbit to hop onto the cover of Vogue. I just want to make sure I understand this. Because I feel like there's been a lot of bunnies on the cover of Vogue. If you're talking about the rabbit cage. Because I'm sure there's been a lot of old issues of Vogue used at the bottom to like line the cage. Oh, I was like, what? I don't understand. Uh, no, not in that context. Okay. Okay. So you're actually talking about a, uh, a highfalutin model bunny. Yeah. Okay. It's a famous rabbit. Like a famous, like a Jessica rabbit. No, like a, a real rabbit. Okay. So it's a, not a cartoon. Jessica Rabbit was a cartoon lady who was married to Roger Rabbit. Right. She took the name by marriage. Yeah. Yeah. What was her, what was her maiden name? Uh, I don't know. Johnson. Did they go into it? No. I don't think they go into it. No. I think it was just something. It was, well, Tiffany, I'm glad you, I'm glad this came up because here is a stack of some of my Roger Rabbit fan fiction that I've been working on during the pandemic. Wow, babe. Yeah. Babe, it's really come a long way. It went from an idea to papers. Yes. <laughs> A pile of papers with some weird pictures. I, I wrote it in hieroglyphics again. Yeah. 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 Like, okay. Um, yeah. I could definitely tell those are bunny ears. Oh, never mind. Those are, that's not a bunny ear. <laughs> Kevin, um, <laughs> do you uh, know any other famous rabbits? Uh, let's see. We have Roger. Uh-huh. We have Bugs. Uh-huh. We have... Velveteen. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. We have... That's it. I think I'm tapped out with rabbits. That's great. What, That's else, great. what else is there? Um, anyone Easter? anyone who was forced to sleep with Hugh Hefner. <laughs> I think they were there. I I'm not they, sure they were there under their own free will or not. That's what I'm saying. Forced. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there is, they were as forced as that stupid captain's hat. He used to wear all the time. <laughs> is he alive? I don't even know if he's no, alive. He's dead. Is Hugh Hefner dead? Yeah. I was kind of glad when he died. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that's, that's a bold statement. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's gross. Well, he's gross, but I mean, he stood for nothing, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just, also like it like Marilyn Monroe didn't release her pictures for the purpose of being in Playboy. Like he bought the pictures and then she reaped no benefits from that. What are you her lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just find that really gross. Yeah, no, you're right. It, well, he's kind of a skeezy. He was guy. disgusting. I mean, not as bad as like the guy that started Hustler. That that guy is much worse. Yeah, much more. I mean, I have nothing against women posing in magazines. Sure. Like, if they feel comfortable doing that and they think that's the best way to express their femininity, then that all yeah. more power to them. You know, work it. But I I think Hugh Hefner is disgusting. Yeah, I think you're right because I think that the I don't know, really know much about him, but now as I'm thinking about it, as we're talking about him like 
there certainly was a power dynamic there where he was a very rich, successful guy that could get you into a magazine. And so how much did that influence affect the choices people made around him? Taylor's all this time. Right. Yeah. And it's really kind of skeezy. I'm sure, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. using that, using that power and to kind of manipulate every, all these women in this environment into this sexual playground for yourself. You know, that's, Mm -hmm. that is kind of fucked up. I do kind of, I'm glad he's gone. (laughs) Uh, Hollywood has always had kind of a, a tinge of that, uh, where it's always been like that sort of, dominance in charge Um, i think there's very few females who were able to break through and and uh change that dynamic but that's not about this this is not a feminist rant but so famous rabbits famous rabbits sorry about that folks that have been interesting thought though it is an interesting thought Yeah, yeah absolutely um i also can't think of any other famous rabbits other than bugs or roger um easter the Easter Bunny, that's a that's a huge it's an important one. one. It's a huge one. And the lion who plays the Easter Bunny in those Cadbury <laughs> egg commercials. Let's not forget that one. Most important bunny ever. Isn't there like a um or what a Peter Cottontail? Yeah. There's another one. And the Velveteen Rabbit, you're right. Yeah. Isn't like a isn't there like an eighties rocker with the last name of like Rabbit? Like Eddie Rabbit or Freddie Rabbit. <laughs> I like that you have to lower down to that register like, to really find who this person is. I'm not sure who Gabriel it is. Rabbit. <laughs> that doesn't sound as impressive. Phil Rabbit? Phil Rabbit. <laughs> it sounds like a like Phil Rabbit or like uh Eddie Rabbit. It sounds like a guy who had like a mild soft rock hit in the eighties <laughs> and is currently very disappointed that he's not gonna be able to perform at various state fairs mm. this summer. Mm. <laughs> poor guy poor guy yeah that one song you remember it <laughs> we were talking about um the history of uh uh hollywood and how, how this sort of idea of dominance goes back a long way vogue is actually uh probably as old as uh motion pictures really yeah and vogue is, is mostly it, it is a fashion magazine right it is yeah yeah, yeah it was uh, a newspaper really Uh okay fashion newspaper so why would they have a rabbit on the cover do you think it has to do with the sort of promotion because i'm I'm imagining that it's i'm imagining the cover of of vogue is somebody that somebody like normally uh, you know the established norm somebody once told me i'm sorry uh i'm imagining that somebody on the cover would be like made up so i'm wondering if the bunny rabbit on the cover is there to celebrate sort of cruelty-free cosmetics. That could be. You know, that you're putting, because animal testing and things like that are sure. still uh, very real, unfortunate things that are happening in uh-huh. the world. So maybe this is a way to, but then at the same time though, would you really want, even if it was cruelty-free, isn't it still cruel though to put makeup on a rabbit right because it's still i don't think they're putting makeup on this rabbit in this photo shoot that's what i was imagining <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with me am i, I don't deranged know. There's a... i was <laughs> hey dude check out that latest uh episode of vogue episode <laughs> <laughs> that new editor kevin dylan's a real weirdo he's got makeup on a bunny oh. rabbit on there <laughs> he should go 
maybe maybe it doesn't quite maybe it has something to do with like a, a famous rabbit like where where do you see like the most famous pictures usually on instagram right yeah yeah so maybe it's a unification of the two worlds oh. where you have this published magazine um i'm doing math uh uh <laughs> that's the face i make when i do math so uh, you shut down and start drooling yeah it's <laughs> weird don't do math let me handle the math from now on i don't like that how dare you i am a woman and i will math i um <laughs> just don't do math when we're out in public together okay <laughs> you either <laughs> it's embarrassing to watch you count your fingers and toes <laughs> honey can you get the check I, I didn't bring my flip-flops i can't count these <laughs> <laughs> but maybe maybe it's a, a unifying of using uh the modern platform of instagram and the hundred year old uh vogue and, okay. and bringing the two bring of them, them together. together maybe this rabbit is internet famous there you go okay and, and it happens to wear fashion uh, i don't know why i became a weird robert de niro guy. i don't know babe I don't know. <laughs> I don't know but also i was thinking too maybe it is a model who has a rabbit pet with them yeah so maybe that's how the rabbit made absolutely the cover. absolutely maybe it's uh who, i don't even know who a famous model is nowadays uh, Gigi hadid okay Gigi hadid in a rabbit holding a rabbit perhaps. yeah she's very pregnant right now yeah yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah i don't know any model like all my all my model references are supermodel names from the 90s that just were in the ether that everybody kind of knew about that's okay like carmen electra is she a supermodel i don't know carmen electra with a bunny rabbit <laughs> i like when you gesture for a bunny rabbit it's like you go full circle like you're making a crescent moon with your hand <laughs> and then it's like you're bringing it into your body like you're, you're just like caressing yeah. a giant bunny bringing it into you letting it know that i am here to support it and its choices that's nice that's yeah, a little cotton ball tail they call me peter cottontail for a reason yeah Wait, what? I don't know. Uh, what? Kevin, one of these headlines is real love. Well, this is the part of the show that I don't like because I'm never right. That's not true. So we have collectible Halloween s'mores. We have a new fragrance of puppy's breath. And we have a bunny on Vogue. These are all very bizarre. Mm-hmm. And I really don't know which one is real. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, hmm. This is going to be a just a 100% guess. I have a one in three chance. So please don't get mad if I pick the right one because you're a sore loser. I am. Uh, I'm going to go with headline number two, the bu- puppy's breath as being the real story. Headline number two. New fragrance promises to deliver sweet mythical essence of puppy's breath. Kevin, that is the real headline. Really? It is. Wow. Yeah. I just, I got, I really just guessed. I had That's no idea. okay. That's okay. That was a great guess. I mean, I guess my headlines weren't that great this uh, week. This is, this is what I was trying to avoid. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, just accept it happened. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> they were great. It was really, I, I really had no idea. I was just, it was a delightful conversation uh, of, of nonsense. And that's what I love. And uh, so we're all winners. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, Kevin, um, 
hold on to your dog butt. But <laughs> this uh, article is from Doggington Post. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> New fragrance promises to deliver the sweet mythical essence of puppy's breath. Do you normally go to Doggington Post and you just happen to see this one or did you find it through like another no, third party I, link? No, I found it through a different uh, link. Okay. You don't have to tell me where. I just wondered if, you, yeah. if this was something you knew about that you didn't tell me about. <laughs> no. Okay. Um... <laughs> I'm not sure how to pronounce this uh, fragrance, but I'm going to pronounce it the way I think. Uh, so, Demeter, Demeter. Okay. Demeter? I'm going to go with Demeter. Demeter. Demeter fragrance. The folks that bottled such unique scents such as kitten fur. Oh. PB&J. Oh. And crayon. <laughs> oh, crayon. Why would you want that as a fragrance? I don't know. Mmm, you smell waxy. <laughs> wow. I want to wax You smell that. like art class. <laughs> In third grade. Oh. Wow. Ooh, you're watering my colors. <laughs> uh, have found a way to bottle the magical experience of meeting a new puppy for the first time in their newest scent, Puppy's Breath. <laughs> How is this real? It is. It is real. And it makes me sad. At a time when comfort is at a premium and people are adopting pets in record numbers, which is great. Yeah, that is wonderful. Uh, Demeter Fragrance Library chose this time to, in particular to launch their newest sweetest scent, Puppy's Breath. While the fragrance, which is available as a cologne spray, shower gel, body lotion, massage oil, mini splash, and atmosphere diffuser, doesn't smell exactly like puppy's breath. It's reminiscent of meeting a new puppy. I like there's a massage oil. Like what a sensual time to have with your lover where you're applying puppy's breath scented massage oil all over their body. Like that's kind of weird. Wow. You smell like a milky flower. Oh, I'm so... Ugh. Relaxed. According to their website, <laughs> Puppy's Breath is a revelation of warm, wet, and wonderful comfort. <laughs> <laughs> warm, wet, and wonderful. <laughs> That's what it says when you are when you enter the Seattle city limits. There's a sign. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure where the rest of that sentence was going. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Instead of saying thug life on your stomach. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Slightly sweet and undeniably organic and alive. (laughs) Okay. This fragrance captures the experience of meeting that new puppy for the first time, up close and personal, a rainbow swirl of happy feelings and memories. It remains transparent, even as is full, rounded, and transparent, mystical, like the breath itself. Wow. If dogs, <laughs> if dog is man's and woman's best friend, <laughs> then the relationship with a puppy is near mythic, which is why this fragrance took over 20 years to perfect oh. because it was, because good was not good enough. This fragrance had to be mythical. Damn. Yep. Uh, they also have uh, other 
other fragrances available on Amazon.com. Um, dirt. Oh, come on. Pure soap. <laughs> you couldn't you just use soap? <laughs> and as mentioned before, crayon and kitten fur, uh, with prices ranging from fifteen dollars to twenty-seven dollars and sixty-eight cents. <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> so there you have it. There's a designer imposter version that's just uh, like warthog breath. <laughs> <laughs> frog's breath it's from a <laughs> frog's breath a nightmare before christmas sally <laughs> i don't know what that means Aww. i'm kidding i have seen that movie with you i remember yeah <laughs> well that was really fun thank you great job yeah and uh, folks we'll be right back with uh, the second half of the show in just a moment <laughs> i don't know why i said it like that i don't know all right we'll be right back fake headlines podcast is sponsored by kitty box press Kitty Box Press is an independently owned print shop located in Rochester, New York. Each piece is handcrafted using only eco-friendly materials, resulting in a beautiful artisan work. With no minimum orders, no setup fee, and made with lots of love, Kitty Box Press wants to be your go-to screen printer. Kitty Box Press can print just about anything from t-shirts to totes to posters and invitations. Follow Kitty Box Press on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to visit them at kittyboxpress.com for more information. Thanks, Kitty Box Press. Thank you. Hey, everybody. We want to tell you about our favorite record store, Revolver Records. Located in beautiful downtown Buffalo, they have two locations, Hurdle Avenue and Elmwood Avenue. Can't get to the store right now? Place your order online at revolverrecordsinc.com. With the largest selection of new and quality vinyl in Western New York, Revolver Records specializes in all genres of music, from rock to soul to jazz to really whatever you're into. Revolver Records isn't limited to just selling vinyl. They have all the fun stuff to go with it, like turntables and speakers. They also have pins, hats, and t-shirts for the whole family. Not sure what to buy that music lover in your life? Get that old hard-to-read so-and-so a gift card. During coronavirus restrictions, shipping and delivering is free within a five-mile radius of the shops. Otherwise, get it mailed straight to your door. Either way, it gives you an opportunity to put on pants for the occasion. Remember, that's RevolverRecordsInc.com. <laughs> Bye! And we're back. And we're back. Yeah. So Tiff, my love, my wife, my number one. Mm-hmm. There is no number two. Ride or die, if you will. I don't even understand what that means. I don't know. Do you know what it means? No. I don't, I ha- kind of hate that phrase. I do too. Because I don't know what it means. Get out of here. So I'm going to take it back. You're not my ride or die. You're my ride and ride. Okay. I don't know what that I means. I accept. Just, I mean, it means a good thing, I guess. I love you. Let's look at these hieroglyphics I drew describing it. Okay. Uh, so, Tiffany, so I have three headlines here. You want to hear them? Yes. All right, Tiff, here are my three headlines for this week. Okay. All right, headline number one, strange animal tracks located near Fukushima nuclear disaster site. Strange animal tracks located near Fukushima nuclear disaster site. Okay. Headline number two, mysterious giant safe appears in farmer's field in upstate New York. (laughs) Mysterious giant safe appears in farmer's field in upstate New York. Okay. And headline number three, flying jetpack man rescued by hot air balloon. 
flying jetpack man rescued by hot air balloon. And those are my headlines three. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wow. Okay. Well. Only one is true. I do not write in hieroglyphics or shorthand. In fact, I write in perfect uh, calligraphy (laughs) so that uh, I can read each and every word back. Just kidding. Your notebook is like those, uh, those lined papers with like the the solid lines and the dot, dot, dot lines in the middle. Oh, like what they give you in elementary school. That's what you're (laughs) using over there. Yeah. 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 Perfect letters. (laughs) Out of here. You and your perfect letters. That's not true. Okay. So (laughs) it's perfect. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It's not. Okay. So headline number one, Headline number one, uh, mysterious, strange animal, strange tracks, animal tracks near nuclear site. I yeah. forgot the city. Fukushima nuclear disaster site. Fukushima, you too. Hey, that's rude. So dude. Fukushima is in Japan, right? Yes, it is. So this would be a nuclear site from World War Two. No, this would be a nuclear site from 2011. The nuclear meltdown. Oh, that's the one where the meltdown happened. Right, right, right. After the um, tsunami. Tsunami. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Got it. Yeah, we saw. We saw on Dark Tourist. We saw on. uh, There's a show on Netflix called Dark Tourist, which I would recommend. Yeah, if you haven't watched that, that's so great. If you like weird shit and you like travel shows, this show's for you, folks. Yeah, feel a little uncomfortable, but also be like, wow, that's interesting. But also like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So on that show, they, the guy travels to Japan. And one of the things people do over there is they will uh, go on a tour of the nuclear disaster site. Basically, you're pushed to the edge of how much radiation you're willing to expose your body to. Right. Everybody's got a little radiation meter with yeah. them to see, you know, some people bail because it's like they don't want to, they don't know what the effects are going to be. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. So there's a strange animal track. Strange trend? animal track. So yeah, man. Is it, it, it clearly it's an animal that they don't recognize, but are they thinking that right. maybe this is an animal that has been affected in some way? Could be by the uh, nuclear R- radiation, site. right? Radiation, yeah. Could be a mothman. Could, Could be a mothman in the making. You think that a moth was exposed to this radiation is now a man? Yes, I think there was just the right mm-hmm. amount. Hey, man, science. You're an all star. And <laughs> nature happens in weird ways. Yeah. But yeah, what if the moth got caught and it was just the right, like a... a sci- it went toward the light and then it realized too late it was a mistake. And there happened to be a man right there. And then all of a sudden they merged and it was like... Also a mistake. Also a mistake. <laughs> I've, I've run into men before that I found to be a mistake. You've merged with people. <laughs> in college, I merged... Let's not get through our... <laughs> in college, I merged with someone and it was a mistake. <laughs> It was a mistake. <laughs> we, this was a mistake. It was a one night mistake. <laughs> Let's just say I'd rather would have woken up next to the Mothman. Hello, folks. Is this thing on? I think I saw the Mothman. He prophesied something bad was coming and he was right. No one came. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. 
that's pretty good yeah so the, the animal tracks uh what do you think some kind of weird uh, clawed foot or something like that appearing in the uh, tracks in the snow i don't know does it snow there i don't know probably i don't know geography you're asking the wrong dude it gets cold there yeah it does yeah they do experience seasons maybe it's just you know maybe the animal didn't deform into something strange maybe it was an animal that has learned um through advanced brain capabilities brought on by the radiation has learned to wear human (laughs) shoes And they're mismatched, which you're is right. why it's perplexing. Well, of course. I mean, you're going oh, to find four of the same size shoe laying around. I, mean, I know. I mean, you might if you're at like one person's house, maybe. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Things have been wiped out there. Yeah. You're, like, you're not going to find four. You, perfectly matched shoes. <laughs> unless like, you're like, I don't know, an animal running, frolicking through a shoe store that's been abandoned. Right. Like a footlocker. A footlocker. It appears the animal has one foot that they... Let's just say pump up. <laughs> pump it. <laughs> it's got like one Reebok pump. One croc. One foot is filled with holes. We believe that's how the creature absorbs nutrients from the ground. In comfort. <laughs> In total comfort. Did I mention that? Did I mention this is the most relaxed animal you could want out here? This animal could not be more relaxed, even if they smoked a bowl. <laughs> it's impossible. That brings me to the, to the third foot. We believe it's just got a bowl on its foot. We believe it's just how it eats. So we don't know. We're not sure. That's what the markings indicate. <laughs> and over here, we have a classy Louis Vuitton. Okay. You know, what's really weird about like nuclear energy to me is that it is um, the weird thing about nuclear energy to me is there's a lot of it happening in the world that we don't really talk about it. We're, we're, we're really focused on uh, the traditional electricity and then we have hydropower and wind power and solar power, but we never talk about nuclear, like there's nuclear generators all over the country, all over the world. There's yeah. like, there's like four or 500 of these things all over the world. My dad mentioned one to me uh, recently when he and I were talking probably last week and we were talking about uh, certain areas of the region. Recently we went and visited this really cool park and near there in one of the towns, uh, near there, there is a nuclear plant. And I was like, Oh, I, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that was there. Like I thought nuclear energy just was how the Simpsons world operated. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we don't talk about it very much. No, that's not really something anyone teaches you. Yeah. And it seems like it's very like, I mean, obviously we've only had a few disasters, like a few, a few environment shattering disasters, but, um, considering how much of it's being used, I guess it's not like the safety record maybe isn't that bad, but when shit goes wrong, it really goes wrong. Yeah. It's, That's the downside. Yeah. Right? It's uh, very disastrous. And the, the weird thing to me about it too, is that it is, um, like nuclear technology. It's like energy released by splitting an atom. So it's like this tiny thing is causing so much right is it isn't there (laughs) this tiny thing is causing so much (laughs) not the name of your tape hey thank you we got it recorded that's what this all was all about um show's over so um 
I is isn't there what is that called where there's a um uh thing that's always going that it, it could cause the big bang at any moment what is it it's like a clock a time a place <laughs> <laughs> another time another place uh i don't know what you're talking about there's like this um like the molecule thing where the oh is it the thing that's always flying around the 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 higgs but boson isn't, um, thing isn't it in the world like in our planet <laughs> not <laughs> it's on our planet not like in outer space yeah yeah there's i talking about i think it's the, the is it the higgs boson that sounds thing? right yeah where there's like a particle shooting around a, like a tunnel like an underground tunnel or yeah whatever. yeah isn't that like, like th- anything that like one little thing could go wrong and then suddenly it's like the big bang all over again? Possibly. Isn't that something? I think you're right because I mean, because the, 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 these particles, right? The atom, when the atom is split, a great amount of energy is released. <laughs> it's really great for them. <laughs> Meanwhile, Eve is over here like tapping her fingers <laughs> all right well, i guess i'll split my own atom after you fall asleep you <laughs> bastard <laughs> i'm gonna eat this apple for energy no <laughs> don't do it no um, i think what you're thinking about is the atomic clock which is just the time keeping like the official time oh is that what it is but you i but, but i think you're i think you're com- mixing the two together you are um, correct it could be there is that machine that is shooting a particle around in a circle and they kind of monitor i don't know exactly what they're doing with it it's kind of like the flash remember the tv show the flash where the yeah. guy runs around yeah that yeah, thing? yeah it's kind of like that but a particle okay and i think that there are implications that could be catastrophic should something of that nature go wrong i think this is one of those things where like ignorance is bliss we don't know enough if about we don't this think topic, about that let's not talk about then it then we don't the world's not going to blow up feel even more horrible <laughs> but yeah so the, but yeah at it, least it would be quick <laughs> also the name of never mind uh <laughs> the um but the idea the, the idea to i don't know a lot about science we've established this but the idea that splitting an atom which you can't even see causes so much energy to happen that could then be harnessed to then power things like that's fascinating to me like how is that possible how can something so tiny be so destructive uh (laughs) but yeah isn't that so bizarre to me that that something so small going wrong could be so destructive but yet we're we're like it's happening all the time like we're still okay with it yeah Yeah, like you said like we're kind of ignorance is bliss there's these nuclear reactors in our own state nearby within a few hours away did you want a podcast Chloe, do you have something to offer? Are you a nuclear scientist? Do you have a degree? Is it because we said catastrophic too much? <laughs> I assure you it has nothing to do with you. You're, you're safe. You're a strophic. <laughs> <laughs> but that is scary though, that like anything so, um, like it has such a, like, like if a windmill stops working, well, we've got, the regular grid to deal with like we were okay like a windmill breaks you fix it but it doesn't cause mass uh, chaos and mm-hmm. disease and the destruction of the land and things like that where like that area in fukushima or chernobyl mm-hmm. like these are like like chernobyl still like an uninhabitable place yeah it's been decades it's not gonna be for another couple hundred it's years probably that radiation sticks around forever still which is again is a like why this tiny thing causes all this awfulness. It's so strange to me. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's unseen. Radiation, the silent killer. One of. Yeah. Yeah, very strange. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so maybe it could be just a regular animal with some shoes on, or maybe it could just be... Uh, I like the idea of it being an animal with some shoes on. Yeah, I don't want to see so a... Pulling some hilarity pranks, you know? Yeah, I don't want to see like a mutant animal out there. I'm not ready no. for that. And no. I'm not ready for an injured animal that. to be like dragging its leg or something, causing that's, a weird... Yeah, mark. that's right. That's yeah. right. Or maybe, maybe it's uh maybe it's like two different animals wearing like a horse costume <laughs> yes i like that yeah yeah it's an aardvark and a mouse puppy <laughs> a mouse puppy yeah a mouse and a puppy it's fievel goes nuclear yeah <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. that's fun <laughs> uh kevin headline number two yeah so headline number two mysterious safe a mysterious giant safe appears in a farmer's field in upstate New York. So just a, just a guy out tending his fields. Yeah. All of a sudden there's one a, day. Yeah. Everything is normal. The next day there's a giant safe there. Giant safe. Is it like, 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 uh, like one of those ones that you would see in a bank? Yeah. It's like, a, it's pretty big. It's like, a maybe like a half ton to a ton big 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 metal or steel okay whatever that is that, that seems like a that lot is. i'm not really sure what that equates to because my brain doesn't understand tons i don't understand anything really i mean you think like if some if if we're driving and the gps says one mile turn left i don't know what a mile means yeah i'm thinking i gotta turn right away and do i wait is it 10 minutes from now when's a mile happen i don't yeah I know. it's perplexing equate. even when it's like 300 feet ahead and i'm like ah is that now like yeah. how long is my car yeah i, I mean, don't know i look over at the screen it looks like i should turn right now but i think it might be early i don't know it's confusing <laughs> i know you're trying to help me but it's making it worse wrong street wrong street oh the turn's right here right, oh i missed right. it like it's great for directions but it's bad for my anxiety yeah I yeah that's, it does not help me <laughs> so uh it's a big safe that maybe someone took a wrong turn and and left their safe there just fell off their wagon that could be could have been took a corner too hard in a flatbed got a big safe on the bed they just it was a couple criminals Mm -hmm. they just robbed a bank yeah yeah (laughs) they um they tried to escape with it uh, using a kite (laughs) homemade kite turns out (laughs) <laughs> you can't fly a safe you can't you can't you can fly safe if you become a member of JetBlue's new miles reward program you use offer code no i'm kidding we don't, we don't sponsor <laughs> you were kind of into that for a second i was like, i was oh, listening shit, do we get what? a new sponsorship is this us <laughs> this money you fly for free now what? We get, well we get free baggage or baggage fees waived if we get people to sign <laughs> baby up. when you married me you got free baggage <laughs> <laughs> And lots of additional fees I was not prepared for. Oh, that's me. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I call you Tiffy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for not calling me baggage. (laughs) I have emotionally stuffed everything in the overhead compartment. So I'm you. (laughs) I can't say a thing. I came with a full set. I had a carry on. One of those big suitcases, one of those loose suitcases, a couple of totes. 
all my emotions are shoved in the overhead compartment and I'm stuffing my face with those little cookies at the <laughs> snack cart. Oh man, I want one of those little cookies. Biscottis or whatever yeah. they're called. Oh, they're so good. Man. No. What if the safe was filled with biscottis? Uh, yeah, I'd lock that shit up too. Or Bischoff cookies. Or yeah, those, those so good. Brought to you by Eric Bischoff. <laughs> so many wrestling. So a lot of wrestling talk tonight. Um, I miss it. I used to watch it quite a bit. Uh, uh, so how else could this get here? It only seems like it could be a hijinks that, or for some reason, aliens thought that it was valuable and they tried to, <laughs> right. They couldn't crack it. They tried to, uh, pull it up into their ship using some sort of magnetic force. They right. failed to do so, carried it for at least a little bit of time. Oh, and then just suddenly there, there's always like that one clumsy alien, you know, who's like, I, I got it guys. I got it. I got it. And then like he spills his coffee and then like all of a sudden all hell breaks <laughs> loose. And so he drops the safe and they're like, Oh, we got to go back to the atmosphere. We can't go back for now. Oh, Gilbert. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think that's what happened. I think that's what happened too. I like to think too, that when they got to, when they were trying to get the safe open, they were using like their anal probe on it, trying to get the safe. You open. Think, yeah. 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 And it's a multi-use tool. <laughs> trying to crack the case. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's like a swiss army <laughs> aliens have like a little swiss army knife it's like an anal probe a little toothpick bottle opener you know all yeah. the things you need for yeah. space travel mm-hmm. uh a little neck pillow um yeah i like the idea that right because they have tiny necks but big heads <laughs> right but right. their neck pillow would be small that but their heads sense. is a lot the, the heads yeah. the necks supporting a lot of weight on the head yeah yeah it's mostly air a lot of it like they don't need like huge brain matter because a lot of it is just like yeah it's just you thought. Know, thought yeah, yeah. telekinesis mm-hmm. yeah. telekinesis uh i like yeah i think you're onto something there i think it's got to be some kind of uh, hijinks right i mean it's either either it fell off and rolled into the field mm-hmm or it was placed there purposely to see if somebody could get into it, which that could be it. Maybe it was a, a thing where it was like, see if you can get into this thing. Is it in the middle of a corn maze? It was in the middle of a cornfield. Okay. But yeah, not at the end of a maze. Though. Have you ever been in a cornfield? Because the whole damn thing is maze. <laughs> get it? You jerk. Get it? It's maze. <laughs> that, was, that was good. That was very good. That was very, very clever. Uh. Yeah, so what do you think would be inside the safe? Anything? Uh, probably. Um, I would think that maybe there's things in there like... Like a wardrobe. Like clothes. Okay, okay. You know? I, Is I, that what you would I put would, in the safe? I would lock up my best clothes. If you had... <laughs> if we had a 500-ton safe in our home... Uh-huh. It would be photographs and clothes. Photographs and clothes? Yeah. Okay. That's the name of my autobiography. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's probably what I would want to pre- what what I'd want to prepare for the safe. Would be photographs or things that are Actually, photographs I'd probably want to put in a fireproof. Is it fireproof? I don't know. The safe? Should most safe should be, I think. I would think so, right? Yeah, yeah I guess I would put it in there. Mhm. We yeah, we do have a safe here. I'm not going to tell you where it is in case you come over. But uh we do have um uh, pictures of like our like hard drives of our backup of our photos mm-hmm. in there because that's in something, our wedding mm-hmm. yeah because that's something I don't want to ever lose should God forbid there be any type of bad thing that happens right absolutely yeah so yeah I guess I would probably put that in there maybe mm-hmm. uh, well I was gonna say that for some reason I was thinking like uh, 
like supplies to like survive like a like a panic room but then it's like if you if you jump in the safe and close it you're screwed yeah <laughs> so don't put food in there the, the quicker it's over with the better you're like you're like the guy um from a good place the good place what's his name i can't think i forgot his name i can think of his real name which is manny jacinto but i can't think oh yeah yeah of his character's name i can't think of it either why can't i think of it i know jason jason i was gonna say Jan. is that weird yep yeah (laughs) well to be fair i mean he was like a monk with a weird name no that's true um yeah probably okay okay so for real if i had a safe yeah it would would be photographs and anything else that i thought might be valuable like passports Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good idea any sort of mementos that can't be replaced Mm -hmm. which are usually photographs and maybe little things do you think the safe was open or you think it was closed um i think it was closed Mm mm-hmm that that creates a better mystery that creates the mystery right yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of mysterious either way because how would someone get a heavy thing out there without anybody seeing it maybe the farmer did it and he just wants attention that could be maybe yeah. it was like in the center of a crop circle yeah mm. yeah maybe or as i call it a maze circle <laughs> amazing <laughs> uh <laughs> maybe old mcdonald had a farm and he was lonely <laughs> and he was like, I'm going to create this ruse, bring <laughs> people ruse. to my farm. That could be, maybe it's all a, that, no, that's an interesting point. Cause maybe it is a, maybe it's a type of farm where they have some kind of uh, a store there, you know, like we, there's places like that around that are selling their, their, the fruits of their labor, so to speak. Yeah. So maybe it is like a, to create some kind of uh, online mystery to bring people. That's a good idea actually. Uh, buy your milk, buy some eggs, gather your fruits and veggies, but also come see the mysterious safe in the middle of my field. Take a crack at the safe. That sounds like a trap for murder, though. It really does. That's weird. Mm. I think you're right, though. I think that's a good idea. Like, you, you, it uh, brings some intrigue, mm-hmm. and uh, you can, like, uh, maybe you are able to kind of tinker with it a little bit while you're there. Maybe it's, like, the part of the novelty. Yeah. That's a good idea, actually. It's kind of smart. There's like signs pointing to this way to tinker the safe. <laughs> there's a person that's that, perfectly safe. There's a person standing there with a sign around their neck that says safe. Like yeah. I'm safe. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Please come tinker. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, a scarecrow whose eyes move. You're like, mm, mm, that seems, seems a little suspicious. This seems creepy. I'm going to call the gang of Scooby-Doo over here to solve <laughs> this mystery. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Kevin. Yeah. Headline number three flying jetpack man rescued by hot air balloon wow how did this man end up up in the air jetpack man so high yeah above me (laughs) he's so lovely he's so high (laughs) (laughs) well do you think it was like uh so the guy was rescued so maybe he do you think he was rescued in midair like he was like floating and then the the balloon floated over and grabbed him or do you think maybe he flew up somewhere and got stuck and then the hot air balloon had to go up and grab him and bring him back down to earth i think he made it to emerald city (laughs) and the only way to get back is a hot air balloon and clicking your heels but i mean that's the longer route you know yeah 
there's a lot of lessons to be learned there easy pass lane is the balloon yeah yeah (laughs) that's right um yeah maybe maybe he it was a man right yeah he flew up took his jetpack didn't read the instructions of course he was just like guys i got this yeah and then like i've seen space movies he hit turbo blast and like he went up way too fast so he probably passed out because of the force of not not darth vader no because of the um is it centrifugal is that the word excuse me Centrifugal. What are you saying to me? Are you sw- are you coming on to me? <laughs> I think you're right. Centrif centrifugal. <laughs> I think you said it right. It? When you say it out loud, it seems weird. Like Centri- you see it in your head, yeah. or you hear it in that Faith Hill song. I feel like I'm saying cervix but- or something, <laughs> like a word I shouldn't be using. <laughs> um, but the yes motion the sur- that goes up, yeah, and um. <laughs> yes motion he, yeah so it's kind of like the thrill that people get when they're on a roller coaster so maybe he went up way too fast and then he passed out oh yeah so then he was just like kind of floating oh no so then what's the next best thing hot air balloon hot That's air balloon quick, rescue quick and speedy <laughs> right so then like the person <laughs> the person carefully floats their hot air balloon up quick someone call uh, the hot air balloon (laughs) (laughs) you see like a people slide down a pole and they go over to like the basket and they're like get the sandbags we gotta cut them loose we gotta go (laughs) cut them loose cut them loose who's who's we gotta light this thing up let's go 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 (laughs) who's gonna match There's too many of us in the bucket. Someone get out. We need room for the person we're rescuing. We can't all go every time, Balloon Rescue Squad. Who's got the lasso? How are we supposed to get this guy down? Come on. Who brought a Dalmatian? We don't have time. We're at the fire department. <laughs> Just emergency hot air balloon. balloon. Emergency hot air balloon. Thursdays this fall on the A&E Network. <laughs> they, they have to... Um, uh, keep the weight in the air, hot air balloon down so like they they only go up in like their skivvies you know what i mean like it's a little cold but they make it work gives everybody a thrill yeah yeah that's right i love the idea of hot air balloon rescue <laughs> <laughs> or the, we got to call in the we got to call in the ambulance and it's like they're waiting on like the goodyear blimp type like a, <laughs> a dirigible to arrive should be here in 45 hours it's flying from munich <laughs> what a weird method of transportation that yeah, was yeah like blimps yeah like hey let's just light some helium up and float mm-hmm. slowly mm-hmm. across yeah somehow hindenburg seemed like a good good idea yeah like because there were a lot of people in that, right? Like, I don't really know the whole story. I think so. But like, you, when you usually when you see a picture of like the blimp, you're so uh, you're just focused on the big <laughs> round part. <laughs> but there's that little cockpit underneath. <laughs> this sounds very. <laughs> you got to pay attention to that cockpit. Central. I think is what you're saying. You really want to look at the underneath there, that little cockpit, and you really want to look in there. Just just, get a good look at it. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's like this little piece of it. But really, when you're <laughs> when you're up close to it, <laughs> it's probably bigger than it seems. <laughs> it's bigger than it seems. <laughs> 
I think it just depends on the angle. (laughs) If you're looking at it from below. (laughs) Like how many people you think are in there? people <laughs> oh but could you imagine <laughs> like all the people we're flying cross country we'll be there in five days <laughs> as we slowly saunter across the country <laughs> just to leisurely leisurely linger <laughs> oh let's get it together okay holy Ooh. shit um yeah what a weird idea that we had to just like use balloons in serious ways <laughs> like they're they're for they're for decorations of kids parties and celebrations and then we use the helium for other things like silly voices exactly that's how it's supposed to be folks get in an airplane you jerk oh my god <clears throat> yeah so the rocket guy i'm guessing maybe flew up and was stranded somewhere that only could be reached by balloon. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get any better than that. Uh- <laughs> I say we cut our losses. <laughs> um, it, I... And on the laugh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, one of these headlines is real. <laughs> yes. Which I want be? so badly a hot air balloon ambulance <laughs> to be real. <laughs> I don't. I love this. This is an idea for a new show we have. I'm right into now. it. I'm into it. Let's write this up. Okay. Holy shit. So we have strange animal tracks, mysterious safe, and flying man rescued by a hot air balloon. Okay. <laughs> uh you know what i'm gonna take a chance on the safe you're gonna play it safe by choosing the safe yeah what are the chances that you would have a new york story again do you have that one in niagara falls yeah you're right Mm -hmm. well i guess i tipped my hand a little too much here because that's the real story what yeah mysterious giant safe appears in farmer's field in upstate new york specifically okay. barry new york okay specifically my homeland oh okay yeah okay yeah so residents of a small town and this is from fox 59.com where is that um that's not local no it's it, it got it got picked up uh this guy picked up by uh oh it's national headlines huh? yeah wow. uh, this is indianapolis indiana's fox 59 wow so mysterious safe appears in farmer's field in upstate new york from uh barry new york uh, residents of a small town in upstate new york have two questions on their minds how did the giant safe end up in the middle of a farmer's field and what could be inside the safe mysteriously appeared in a field on Kirk Mathis's farm in Barrie, New York, reported by WHAM Radio. The safe had a note attached to it saying whoever could open it could keep what's inside. Wow. Yeah. That sounds like a ruse by the farmer. 
It kind of does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I know the Mathis family. Like I, uh, I uh, worked with uh, some of them. I'm sure they're related somehow. I mean, it's a, not a super common name. Uh, good people, not uh, ruse ruse makers, right? By, as far okay. as I know, but it okay. could be. I don't know. I'm just sure. you know, who knows. Uh, the safe had a note attached saying whoever could. The safe had a note attached saying whoever could open it could uh, keep what's inside. Uh, it could it could hold millions of dollars. It could have confetti in there, said Cindy. Uh, vanish out of the Barry Betterment Committee, whatever that might be. Confetti's fun. Just you have no idea. Maybe put down a tarp first, just in case it's bad for the environment. You don't know. That's true. Locals and authorities alike have tried and failed to crack the safe. They took a sledgehammer to it and knocked the dial off and handle, says Mathis. That seems like the worst idea you could have. <laughs> don't break off the one thing that's keeping it locked. What? Uh, this next quote is, is erotic. They worked on the hinges. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Still couldn't pry it open, huh? Exactly. Mathis, who was out of town when the safe was discovered in his field, said he doesn't know who left it there, but he now plans to hide it, saying it's more fun to leave it locked. If you open it, the show's over, he said. In these times, with the virus and the politics, it might give people a chance to set their problems or troubles aside and have a lot of fun talking about it. Aw, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. That's a good positive spin. Good for him. Yeah, and there's been a bunch of uh, updates. Um, How have I missed this? It's so weird. I know. I was nervous that you would see it. Uh, I was nervous you saw the puppy one. Is that weird? No, I definitely did not see that one at all. Um, let me try to find a quick update here. Update. Update. We totally blew through all of the Unsolved Mysteries episodes, and I am just itching for more. Yeah, we need those right away. But we've been watching, like, periodically we'll watch the the old ones on uh, Pluto TV. They have a whole channel of Unsolved Mysteries, and it is a delight. It's just episode after episode served at you. It's beautiful. Love it. So there's an update from the uh, from the OrleansHub.com. Uh, there was an article from the, the 19th of this month that says safe left in farm field will be donated, will be donated to the Barry historical committee. Oh, it doesn't look very big. It doesn't, but it is like a 500 pound safe. Yeah. It's like iron heavy. or something. Yeah. Historical committee, huh? Yeah. It says a safe left in the farm field in East Barry road will be donated to the Barry historical committee and will be displayed in a future Barry museum. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. What a fun little thing for people to come and see. Yeah, absolutely. Neat. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Okay, so it's a it's an unsolved mystery uh, near your homeland. It is. It's right up the road from uh, where I uh, spent a lot of time as a youth. That's cool. So it's very exciting. Yeah. Nothing ever popped up in the fields around me when I was a kid, except for dirty magazines. Those would always <laughs> pop up in the fields. But you... Uh, you grew up not far from i mean not that these magazines have anything to do with what i'm about to say (laughs) but uh the first santa school that's where all the macy santas were trained oh that is yes those two things are not connected they're not well maybe they could be i mean they are grown men they are they're their own they're men with desires Mm -hmm. i thought you were gonna say you grew up near a prison because that's what i also and amy fisher was there yes yes you're right Mm -hmm. but i say growing up as a kid like playing outside you would hear like the announcements from the prison that's how close (laughs) to get back inside okay sorry wow is that mom or is that the pa system at the prison down the road (laughs) yeah pretty wild huh wow weird stuff (laughs) it's wild oh great job kevin yeah that was a lot of fun 
Uh, I hope you guys had fun too. Thanks for listening, everybody. I uh, hope you join us next time. Uh, you can reach us. Uh, in the meantime, reach out to us on social media. There's many ways to, to do so, uh, including Fake Headlines Podcast over on Facebook and Instagram. Also at FakeHeadPod on Twitter. And you can also email us at FakeHeadlinesPodcast at gmail.com. And if you're not sure where to listen to our show, you can always go to FakeHeadlinesPodcast.com. That'll point you in all the right directions. Also, Apple Podcasts, if you're, even if you're not listening on Apple Podcasts per se, maybe, maybe you're a fan of Stitcher or Spotify or whatever other way you can listen to us. Uh, but please just go to that Apple Podcast app. And click on the five stars for us. Yeah, we're available pretty much everywhere. Uh, laughable. People use that. Mm-hmm. That's a great one. Um, but yeah, anywhere that you can rate us. And then uh, also just tell your friends. Tell everyone about us. Tell everyone you know. Share our stuff on your social media. Um, reach out to us. I mean, we'll share your stuff on our social media. Like if you you were like, hey, like you send us a quote or something of you know how you feel about the show we'll put on our social media or if you have something to promote we'll be happy to to share it as well yeah if you have a small business that you're looking to have a a little bit more uh eyeballs on what you're doing um let us know we'll we'll try and help you out there we love eyeballs we love eyeballs (laughs) so yeah so check us out online and uh please do us a favor and hit that uh, five stars for us on apple pods and uh, i guess we'll see you next time folks we'll see you next week (laughs) bye